Hello, 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 and welcome to West Franklin Talks. Joining me in the room is our campus and teaching pastor, Matt Pearson. Hello, Dave, and hello, everybody. Along with me and Matt, there's some gremlins in the recording process, so hopefully they've left the room, but we'll find out here in just a few minutes. (laughs) So if you hear some crazy noises, just know that it's not us. It's all good. All right, Matt, so... Uh, it's an exciting Sunday that happened this past week. Yeah. Groups came back. Student yep. ministry came back. Yep. It was super. It was a super Sunday. We did the soup drive. Yeah. Now, we're actually recording this a second time, so we can announce, actually, how many cans we had. I have no idea. I don't have the exact number. <laughs> <laughs> so we can announce. I know it was over 620, though. Are you kidding me? It was over 620. That's and a lot of cans of soup. It really is. I mean, and I think you took about 100 of them. So we'll give uh, Grace works about five. Now I'm playing. You didn't take any that no, I know of. I brought some. Well, aren't you something? Well, my, my family did. Well, that was kind of them. Yeah. Katie, Katie takes good care of things, she doesn't she? Does. So she does. So it's good. So but all these things everybody. happened. Yeah. yeah all these things happened. And listen. We got something else happening. What? We announced another super thing happening coming this Sunday. Huge. Huge. You tell them. Thanks, Dave. We're backing up our time for the second service. That's from 11 a.m. <laughs> to 10.30 a.m. Two services, 9 a.m. That stays the same. Yes. Second service now at 10.30 a.m., not 11. Yes. So Tired that's... of the Methodist beating us to lunch. We don't have a whole lot of Methodists around here. Well... They're all on Matt Catcher in downtown. But they beat us to the chicken. So what I'm having to wonder, mm-hmm. are they even meeting? I don't know. Like I, my parents are Lutheran. Their their church isn't even meeting yet. Still not meeting. Still not meeting. Wow. Okay. I don't know. I will lunch. That's why they're beating us to lunch. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. They just yeah. go out. It's good. I think it'll help everybody. It will. Um, we figured out how to keep everything clean and do proper protocols between services and yes. with groups coming back. It just kind of made that hour long lull weird. And so we wanted to, wanted to back it up to 1030 and uh, we're going, we're going to do it. And it's going to be great. So if you have questions about that, you can reach out to me, D Cruz, K R U S E at westfranklinchurch.com. Uh, let me know what your question is. I'll get you some answers. You can also reach out to Matt M. Pearson. M. At, Pearson at westfranklinchurch.com. There you go. All right. So this is a Tuesday episode, which means we're talking about this past Sunday sermon. We were in Luke 8, the parable of the soil or the sower, however mm-hmm. you want to say it. So uh, let's jump in with the same question we start with every week, Matt. Yeah. What's the one thing you hoped the listener would walk away with? Yeah. Did we say that we're recording this on Monday? Well, we, we I mentioned we were retaking it. I yeah, didn't we, quite uh, say Monday. We recorded this yesterday yes. between services yes. and had some technical difficulties. So hopefully the gremlins are now gone. Yes. And so we're recording this again on Sunday morning. Um, I don't know why I just said that. Because you wanted folks to know exactly what's happening. I did. And I want, I, I want to make sure everybody knows that I can remember the sermon from the day after. <laughs> well, I mean, you have moved on in your prep for, to, to this I have coming. shifted to the Good Samaritan parable. Uh, but the, the parable of the sower, I, I really wanted everyone to think, okay, if Jesus commands us to listen, let everyone who has ears to hear, to listen, that implies someone is speaking. Yes. And... I long for myself, my family, my church family, for us to be people that when we read the Bible, study the Bible, we're not doing it just to study a book, Mm -hmm. but to know a person that's revealed himself and speaks to us from the book. Right. Much like you want to get to know 
people in your life, be it someone you might be interested in dating mm-hmm. or, you know, hey, a new employee or possibly new friends, you have to listen to their story. Yes. And it, I've been reading a lot of leadership uh, blogs here lately. Mm-hmm. I've tell you all the time, hey, I'm not great with empathy. Mm-hmm. Well, I've come to realize, no, that's not it. I, because empathy involves listening, mm. and I think I'm a fairly decent listener. What? <laughs> I'm just not a great. Anyway, it doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah. What I'm realizing, just as in leadership and and in uh, just life, Jesus even is telling us, you got to listen. Yeah. If you want to be connected, if you right. want to be effective, mm-hmm. and so. Uh, you and I both know a lot of times reading scripture is, let's just check that box off mm-hmm. and move on. Mm-hmm. I'm a good Christian because I sat with my Bible for 20 minutes and I read eight chapters. Yep. That's not it, though. Nope. Sometimes it's, hey, I read eight words, and then God started talking. Well, I've met people that have had Bible studies their whole life and have questioned whether or not they have a relationship with the God of the Bible. Yeah. So how do we how do we encourage our folks to develop the habit of listening, especially when it comes to scripture and God and, you know, your reading words. Mm-hmm. How does this listening thing come about? It's a fantastic question. I didn't I, ask it yesterday, so yeah, I'm glad well, I had time to come well, up with it. Psalm 119, maybe verse 11, maybe verse 9. I'm sorry. It's one of the, one of the earlier verses in Psalm 119. The psalmist says, Open my eyes that I may behold wondrous things from your law. I say that to say, Dave, that one of the most important things you can do is as you are walking to the desk or the chair or wherever you're going to read, study the Bible, ask God to speak to you. Okay. Ask him, would you reveal yourself to me? Sure. Who you are. There are going to be days you don't feel like he's 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 talking to you. It's going to feel dull. There may be seasons you feel that way. Right. Developing the habit. Katie and I go on dates as regular as we can. There are some dates where I feel like I get to know her better. She gets to know me better. There's a lot of dates we don't. But right. if we're in that habit over time, that knowledge, that intimacy of knowing one another is going to going to going to be there. And I think it's similar. That may be a bad example, but I think it can be similar mm-hmm. over time. But it is a supernatural thing. Sure, the Bible's a supernatural book. We have a soul that God speaks to. So I would just encourage you to pray as you go, and then. Just watch what the word does. Um, it doesn't hurt to get some uh, get some good resources around you. Get in a group. We talked about that a little bit yesterday. Mm-hmm. We need to emphasize that, right. where you can have other people that are walking with Jesus, kind of share insights, mm-hmm. um, challenge, pray for you, pray with you, push us. Right. Um, just provide that. Speaking of the soil, provide that moisture right. for the seed to help us grow. Yeah. So I asked this uh, yesterday, and I think it's worth asking again, mm-hmm. because your answer was spot on. There obviously are seasons where we don't hear as much or maybe at all from mm-hmm. God. Mm-hmm. Is there a point in your mind, a time frame that you should be start getting concerned? I haven't heard from God in this long. I should be... You used the word panic. Panicked. That's it. I don't know if I would put a... Uh, uh, range okay like after three days you might have you might as well just pack it in or after three months you might as well pack it in if you're asking god to speak and your heart and you long to hear from the lord if you don't feel like he's speaking to you there's something he's doing sure you know farmers they wait they're patient there's a lot of stuff that happens under the surface that does not look like anything is going on but before you know it it's going to burst through the dirt and begin to produce. 
Yeah. And so don't give in or don't give up. Don't pack it in and say, forget it. Endure. Be patient. Go the next day. God, speak to me. Don't just go out in a field and expect him to show himself to you in a cloud. That's not what I'm saying. With the Bible open, speak. Uh, ask God to speak. With a group, mm-hmm. ask God to speak. Sometimes when the word is just boring to you or just not making sense, I'll find a book by an author that I love that is, helps open the Bible up that just kind of stir my juices a little bit more. Sure. And there's sometimes when I'm with a, with a group that somebody will say something about the word, and I'm like, oh. Yeah. And so having other people around you helps with that too. Yeah. And I mean, you can always look at a different translation. Yeah. That, that mm-hmm. always mm-hmm. brings That's a different a nuance. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I've discovered lately, sometimes just hearing it's read to you. Mm. I mean, do a lot of listening to the Bible while I drive. Mm. Man, there's been some things I've caught listening that I don't think I've caught before in reading. Uh. So different ways to, to hopefully yeah. help those seasons. No, unless it's just God saying, hey, I'm withholding. Mm-hmm. So you will draw closer yeah no you can't you can't make god reveal himself but quick commercial love it biblegateway.com uh-huh. yeah. free website yep. free app all kinds of translations many of the translations you can listen to mm-hmm. free yep don't have to pay a dime nope and there's commentaries and other things yeah, on there sure so um yeah there are seasons yes. that that are dry but god is always doing something yeah that he God's is always doing something. Um, one of the things I wanted to mention uh, that I didn't share in my in my sure. sermon was how Luke presents his material. I'm not going to read the verses. The first few verses of of Luke chapter eight, he talks about some outcasts that that are with Jesus. Some of the disciples. There's some women that had been um, uh, had had demons cast out of them by Jesus that were that were walking with Jesus, and I and I I find that interesting because there are oftentimes Dave I think. Society would maybe rule out some folks, but in the kingdom of God, God speaks to those whom society has cast out. Yeah, um, I don't mean weirdos necessarily, even though God speaks to weirdos, because Lord knows we know enough of those, and uh, I can be one. What I mean by that is there are a lot of times I will see somebody that I think is put together, got it going on, got mm-hmm. it figured out. And they may just seem dull to the things of God, whereas there may be someone that society may overlook easily, but you just know they have a rich relationship with the Lord. Yeah. And so, again, I don't know if Luke intended that, but the way he arranges his material in chapter 8, it just seems to point to the fact that those with a good and rich soiled heart can oftentimes be those that we wouldn't necessarily look to on the front lines. Yeah. Does that make sense? It does. I mean, there's often times that I look at folks that have those rich relationships mm-hmm. and you just kind of go, man, you're just weird, mm-hmm. odd, different. And obviously they should be different mm-hmm. if they have mm-hmm. that rich relationship with, with God. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's easy to write them off because they don't look like me or talk like me. Right. They, may, they may look like me. Right. Um, but it's easy when they make me uncomfortable yeah. Yeah. to say, oh, mm-hmm. You 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 you're too Jesusy, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, and, and again, in a legit way. Not, yeah, yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. there are people that can fake that. Right. So that's the hard part to discern. Mm-hmm. One, are you legitly walking and have that rich relationship, mm-hmm. which is making you come across different, which is speaking to my soul, maybe even convicting me, or are you legitly trying to act 
a certain way mm-hmm. and it's not real mm-hmm. and my spirit's picking up on that. And that's hard to discern sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I um, I guess, I, and we could talk about that all day, but the point I want to make is there are times I tend to look past folks because society may look past them. Whereas a lot of times those that may be uh, not noticed are those who are really walking with Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and Jesus gets all the glory yeah. for it. So anyway, I just found it interesting. I would encourage our listeners to read, start in verse 1 of Luke chapter 8 and read that all the way through. The other thing I would call our listeners to pay attention to, and we alluded to it a second ago, but I didn't talk about it much in the sermon, that is the aspect of time. And again, we talked about it when, we, when, when sometimes we don't feel like God's speaking. But I want to make sure our listeners hear that we, we live in a microwave society. Yes. We want to, okay, I input my Bible, out come Jesus. Mm-hmm. Input Bible, out come Jesus. And that's just not how it works. Nope. It takes time, a long time. And let that free you, not bind you. Abide with Jesus, Jesus says in John 15. Then you will bear much fruit. Abiding takes time. Yes. Um, it may take weeks, months, years, decades. Let the fruit be a result, not something you force. A banana hanging off a banana tree did not get there because it willed itself. Mm. It appeared. An apple doesn't sit there on a branch and just, there's an apple. That's not how it works. It comes <laughs> Because the roots have abided. Right. It's getting its sustenance from, from the water and the soil. Does that make sense, Dave? I mean, I know I just gave a horrible analogy, but it, it doesn't will itself. It just happens because that's how fruit works. Yes. The the analogy works. The facial features you were making <laughs> did not work very that's well. We, that's why we need a video podcast. Well, we're working towards yeah, that okay. one day soon, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've actually got a meeting about it tomorrow. Oh, so. that, I mean, I'm going to have to dress up for this. Maybe. Oh, gosh. I mean, I think that's okay right there, what yeah. you're wearing. Okay. So anyway, that's that's chasing it. But yeah, your analogy makes sense. That we do often... Want to force fruit. Uh, yeah, want to force fruit. Or we make it happen on our timeline of, well, you know, I can get popcorn in three minutes. I should be able to get some kind of spiritual fruit mm-hmm. in three minutes. Mm-hmm. It's not how it works. It's just not how it works. Nope, nope, and, nope, nope, nope. And so when we start applying our cultural norms and expectations on our spiritual uh, journey, we're going to have frustration. Mm-hmm. And, and I mean, if we haven't discovered it now, and I don't know where our listener might be in their journey with God, but if you haven't discovered that God doesn't operate on your timeline, you better start embracing that. Yeah, just go ahead and own it now or accept it now. And, yeah. And if you are walking with God for a while, let's just remind you of that. Yeah. It's easy to get caught up in the, it's not happening quickly enough for me to feel like God's responding. Mm-hmm. I mean, he may not respond till you get to heaven Yeah, and look at you and go, hey, that drew you closer to me, didn't mm-hmm. it? Mm-hmm. Even though I never gave you the answer you were wanting. Mm. That's yeah. that's hard. Yeah, it it's, is. It's true, good, though. though. It's so, true. It's it works. You said something about culture, and it's, it's another thing I want to say before we begin the descent. I didn't talk about this much in the second service yesterday, and I meant to. I got distracted and just didn't. What? Things uh, distract you in service? Usually they don't, but yesterday there was something happened that I got distracted. You want me to take a guess at what it was? Yeah, sure. No, I'll be okay. okay. I, won't, I won't call anyone out. It's no, it's, it wasn't somebody. It was a cell phone, and I don't know where it came from or who it was. And usually I can preach right through it. Yeah. But not yesterday I got distracted. I, I fear 
that we, and by we, I mean Christians, church people, are dominated by the media, by the news, Mm -hmm. by social media, and that controls our narrative more than letting what God says about us, about him, about life, controlling us. And I believe we are that third, more often than not, the church is that third kind of soil that where the seed falls among the thorns. Sure. We start out good, we have good intentions, but man, we get choked. Jesus says, by the worries of this life, by pleasures, by riches. That's another way of saying, letting our culture tell us how to do life. Yeah. And I see it. I see it in my own life. I see it. I see it in the the church church people that I've pastored my whole ministry, and I just long. I'm not. I'm not saying turn off the TV forever. I'm not saying turn off social media forever. I'm not wanting to become legalistic, but pay attention to what you're allowing your mind to control the narrative. What what is coming into your mind that is telling you how to live? Yeah, and let the word, let God, let the Spirit do that work for you. It doesn't mean you have to read your Bible 24-7, but it does mean taking what you read and letting it mesh with your life. Yeah. Uh, and and, and when, you be, when you do turn on the news and you get that fear or you begin to get that criticism or you begin to get that whatever, or you watch a show or like last night I watched the Super Bowl and saw all these commercials and how you can just be bombarded with the message of, of culture, guard yourself against it. It doesn't mean you have to turn it off, but recognize what's happening. Does that make sense, Dave? It does. It does. And you said, you know, you don't have to read it 24-7, and I agree with you, but you do need to get it consistently. Because if if we watch the news and social media consistently, but make Scripture or... And and it doesn't always have to be Scripture. It could be other things that point you towards God. Yeah. I mean, driving in your car, listening to worship music or something. If that isn't consistent and I'm not saying it has to be the same amount, mm-hmm. but if if it's every third day Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and you're watching yeah. seventy two hours of social media and, and the news, well yeah, that's gonna definitely mm-hmm. impact you. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it does not have to be twenty four seven, but I do think it has to be consistent. Agreed. Um I don't remember what my wife fixed for supper last Tuesday. Okay. But I ate. Um, I eat on a regular basis. I can tell. I know that. Thank you, Dave. I eat more than three times a day. You can tell. Um, thanks, Dave. I'm going to have a complex the rest. You've of already me. had the complex. I, I'm just bringing have, it to the I podcast. Have, I, don't I don't know why I washed these jeans. It took me forever to get them on. I don't even know where I was going with that, Dave. Oh, I eat three times a day at yeah. least. And, you, and I don't remember what I ate. Yeah. But I know that the food is doing what it's supposed to do, yeah. sometimes more so than it's supposed to do. And on, uh, moving with that, though, you're anticipating what's next. Mm-hmm. I guarantee both of us are sitting here going, hey, it's 11, 20-something, and lunch is coming up. Mm-hmm. And you, you either know what you're having and you're looking forward to it or you're really thinking about, what do I want? Mm. And it's the same way. soup left in the... Uh, I think there was a few cans left in the boxes. I need to take it to Graceworks. I that, don't need to eat that. Yeah. The guys are on their way. We oh, just okay. got a text okay. saying, hey, okay. we're running late. Oh, okay. Um, but, you know, I think that's the same way with Scripture. When we consistently yes, take it out. in, yep. we look forward to more of it, mm-hmm. even if even if it's not the next thing we mm-hmm. do, but we're looking forward to it. You bring up a great point. What's that? Rare. 
are the mornings I jump out of bed thinking, yes, I get to read the Bible. Right. But after I do, I've never regretted it. Sure. When I don't, I do. Sure. But I've never regretted it. Yeah. So anyway, for whatever that's worth. It's all good. Let me land the plane. Let's do that. Listeners, be honest with yourself. Be honest with the Lord. What kind of soil are you? When the word hits your heart, is it like falling on the hard path? Mm-hmm. Where the birds quickly come and take it away? Is it like falling on the rock? It grows real quick and then goes away real quick because it doesn't have any moisture. And is your heart like the seed that fell among thorns where you begin to grow and you take in some of the word, but then it gets choked out? Or does the word go into your heart and you begin or continue to cultivate that relationship with the God who knows you and loves you. Pay attention to that. Mm-hmm. Lean into that. Ask God to either help you, change you, or say thank you. Matt did a great job of explaining the soils yesterday in the sermon, uh, or Sunday in the sermon. So head over to westfranklinchurch.com backslash media. You'll be able to find the sermons. And uh, if you haven't listened, you can you can be challenged through that also. Hey, Matt and I want to say thanks for joining us for this Tuesday episode. We are going to be back on Friday Yo. with another episode of West Franklin Talk. So in the meantime, you be good, you be safe, and may the Lord bless you and keep you. Bye.